Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week we'll finish the message Making Choices with Part 3. But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir. Samuel chapter 16 verse 13 you need to underline that verse of scripture in your Bible then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers 
and the Spirit of God came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him the rest of his life. He had known in David. David was a known it with all. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. Shepherd boy, a man after God's own heart. Israel's greatest king. David was a shepherd boy, trained to tend his father's sheep. At one time, in the young days, as a teenager, David killed a bear in a lion. Then he came up against a giant Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, 40. And it says here on the line, and he took his staff in his hand and showed, closed, chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a skip, strip, and his sling was in his hand. He drew near to the Philistines. He come and he uh, was fixing to kill Goliath. He went against Goliath, and uh, they killed him with a little stone. His fight with Goliath made him a marked, marked man. God gave the victory in his fight, and David gave God the glory in 2 Samuel 11, 1. David, sin was not a man in battle with his men. He stood still in Jerusalem. While in Jerusalem, he committed adultery with Bathsheba and murdered her husband to cancel his crime. For these sins, David reaped what he sowed. A great man, a great warrior. He lost his baby boy. He lost David reaped what he sowed and more. He lost his baby more and David became guilty of infection, control of his sons, like some of you. His own, his son, Haman followed his father's shameful example by raping his own half-sister two more. Second Samuel 13, 1 through 14. Two years later, Absalom and then Tomorrow by murdering Amon, 2 Samuel 13, 23-29. David shone Absalom the presence, and four years later, Absalom rebelled and revolted, driving his father from Jerusalem. Absalom met to death with his long, his long hair, caught hold of an old tree. Joel put three darts through the heart of Absalom. David wept over his son when he heard the news of his death. David reaped more than what he sowed. And I want you to know, David reaped a lot more than what he sowed. Again about it, God touched his baby at a year old and took him home, took his baby away from him as a kid, as a baby. And then he lost his family, lost his son Absalom, turned against him, rebelled against him, lost his hope. 
and God still loved David. And I believe we'll get to heaven, we'll see David. I believe he was saved. But I can tell you that, it costs you, and I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna cost you more. The sin, you're gonna pay for more for it than you asked for. I'm gonna tell you that right now. He asked for it. That man's wife committed adultery, then committed murder, and killed her, her husband to keep trying to hide it. Then God took his baby and brought it out. Now I want you to know in a man of God, he knew better than do that. And I want you to know that these people was in a bad shape. Then I want you to look at another Bible character in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 16. The story with Luke 16, 19 through 31. And there was a certain rich man on the line there, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and feared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed, which crumbs had fell from the man, rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked the sores, and it came to pass, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And look at verse 23 on the line, and in hell lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham far off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Verse 24. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip, underline this, the tip of his finger in the water, cool my tongue, for I am tormented in the flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember, you need to remember too, 25, that thou art in thy lifetime received thy great things, likewise Lazarus, evil things, but now. He is confident in thou art man. Verse 26, underline it. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a gulf, great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from thence to you cannot, neither can you, can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou would have send him to my father's house. But I have fine brethren, and he may testify within unto them, lest they also come to the place of torment. And Abraham said unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went to them from the dead, they will repent, and he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and their prophets, neither will they be persuaded though one rose from the dead. And that rich man in hell wants somebody from hell to come up and tell them. People about the place where he's in torment with him. I want you to see something right here about this rich man. Davies, I call him. He had everything that money could buy, and he was in hell. He had the best of horses money could buy. His chariots were the best money could buy. He had the best chariots that money could buy. He ate 
the best food that money could buy. He had the best horses that money could buy. He had all the women he wanted, all the dope he wanted, all the riches wanted. He didn't want for anything upon this earth. His mother and daddy went out to nightclubs and parties and dancing and did have time for him. They were too busy making money and having a good time, drinking, partying, partying, and so one, so on. Davy smoking dope. Davies did what he wanted to do. Came in when he wanted and went out when he wanted. And his parents didn't care. I I went to parties too. Sounds like some of you does it. Drinking, driving fast cars, smoking that dope, having a good time, having sex with a bunch of different girls. I know this that it wouldn't it wouldn't help Navies. Have somebody from hell come up to help his brothers from going there. He was in a mess. And I want you to know that it cost him. And I want you to know that it cost him dearly. And I wished it wouldn't have. But it did and ain't nothing you can do about it. He's in hell. One thing you can do but make the right choice. If you're not saved, God, please, if you listen to this message, get saved. Don't worry about what somebody thinks about you. Get saved. Don't care how good looking you are. Get saved. Don't care how bad a person you are. Get saved. Need to get saved. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and ask Him to come in your heart and save you and trust Him as your personal Savior. Go to a Bible-believing church. Tell the pastor you got saved and you'll get baptized. Follow up with Scripture baptism. Baptism won't save you, never has saved anybody. But it will show people that something happened on the inside of you you can't see. And you want to express yourself, but you accept it the way of life that God wants you to accept. And that will bless you. Now I want you to know I love you and I appreciate you. And I preach this message. 55 minutes. I want you to know that there's my heart in it. I want you to know that if you're listening to me, that you get right with God. Years ago, I went to Elred, Arkansas. A woman called me. And her daughter was fixing to have another abortion. And that one was saved in our church, wrote a church bus. I might have told you about it. I'm going to tell you again if I, if I did, forgive me. But uh, that young woman was fixing to go on Saturday morning to Shreveport, Louisiana, to get another abortion. She was jacked up with an old boy. She done had one abortion. She had a kid or two, and then she won't had this one. She was fixing to take his life. And I went to have a call of her mother calling me. Knelt down on the floor and witnessed to that girl and at a table. And then we knelt down on the floor. And I asked her to get saved, and she got saved. She was squalling. When I left, she hugged me. She said, Brother Jackson, I'm glad you stopped me from killing my baby. 
God, I hope he'll forgive me for killing my other baby. I said, he will. Everything you ever done, he's forgiven you for up until now. Don't make the same mistake anymore. You tell that old boy you shacked up with, take the responsibilities to get married and take care of you and that babies that you've got. And thank God that you ain't gonna kill that little baby. And she was crying when I left. Was tickled to death that she got saved. Was tickled to death. Several years later, I believe that boy was seven, eight years old. I seen that girl in El Arkansas. I didn't even recognize She come to me, me and my wife, at the store. She didn't remember me. And I said, I know. I said, you the woman, I believe, that was gonna kill a little baby with abortion. She said, that's me. I want to shake your hand, thank you. I want you to know that you saved me from killing that baby of mine. And here he is, I want you to meet him. And there he was, about a seven-year-old boy, eight-year-old boy. And I want you to know he was nice, and he thanked me and hugged me. I'm glad that you stopped my mama from barring me, and I'm alive today. And when I get to heaven, I'll see him. And I thank God for it. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people in heaven. I'm looking forward to seeing take this message and bury it in your heart. I'll let you know that Brother Jackson tried every way in the world to tell you the right thing this morning. And I hope you listen to me. Thank you for listening. I love you. Father, take this message and burn it in the hearts of people that listen to it. And I'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.